Uh, let's, let's paint the picture for you here in the studio. Chase McCabe has his tomahawk chop going. He has his Braves jersey on. He can't wait. First pitch is over four hours away, but he's mentally ready. <sighs> Game five. I'm ready. I just hope Mike Fultonevich is ready. Yep. SunTrust Park. We're going to get a little more insight on that. Two game fives tonight. If you're a baseball fan, you got to be psyched about that. I cannot wait to sit back and watch. Chris Domino joins us from 680 The Fan in Atlanta. Does a great job of covering the Braves down there. So, Chris, let's just start with what Chase put out there. I'm sure it's on the on the minds of all Braves fans who have watched Mike Fultonevich over the long haul. When he's on, he is fantastic. And lately, he has been fantastic. Uh, yeah. But he he can he can blow up. He can have the bad yeah. inning. So what what are your thoughts on on where his head is right now? Because he has been in a groove right now. He was fantastic his first outing in this series. Yeah, somebody was asking me, hey, can he do that again? I was like, not many people could do that again. That's how good it was. Like relatively speaking, if I get relative good compared to what was great, and that was a great outing, the Braves are going to be okay. What I can't have is the door swinging open in the third or the fourth. Because that just means you're going to try to bring too many guys out of the bullpen. And, you know, I, I say sometimes it's just bad math. You can't have five guys coming out of your bullpen and think that all five are going to be good on a given day. I'd like him to do his job, and his job today is a minimum of six. Love for it to go seven. You know, the guy he's thrown against, Jack Flaherty, had eight strikeouts, one walk, one seven innings, and gave up three runs. In today's baseball, that's a great outing. He just got outmatched by uh, Fulton Avich. Keep an eye on the strike zone early. You know, Mike's biggest problem has certainly been between the years in terms of composure, just maintaining it. There was an error behind him or a play that uh, Dansby Swanson, that was all he didn't make in his last outing. And we all got a little bit nervous, like, oh, what's going to happen now? But he was good. So I don't know what it is. I don't know what's working. I don't know what's not working. I hope he doesn't wake up from it because <laughs> at the end of the day, uh, he could be the key to the whole thing if for no other reason fewer guys coming out of the bullpen, which means less opportunity to have somebody – not being on. You've got the two young arms in Max Freed, Mike Soroka. What are your yeah. what's your guess on how they would utilize those guys? Because we, we see in this day and age that it's Johnny Holstaff in Game Five, and it's not uncommon at all for another starter to come in there. Well, look, if you told me it was going to be uh, Mike Fulton, Everett, Max Freed, and Soroka's closing the game, I'll take it. I think the one thing you're nervous about is having those guys, Freed and Soroka, come in with a mess on the bases. You know, I'd love to see them come in in the clean inning. Now, what's ridiculous, and I don't want to harp on it because it's always been ridiculous, the idea that one league has a DH and the other doesn't absolutely changes the way that you manage. You could have a guy and he can go lights out. And all of a sudden you go, well, he's up, you know, he's up the next inning. His spot is up the next inning. Well, I can't let him go to bat. I'm in a 2-1 game. And a guy who's effective, you've got to really figure out, is it worth it to bring him up or do I just have to do what a lot of times the book says? and pinch hit and try to get a run, whether I'm up a run or down a run. And that's the ridiculousness of the two leagues playing different different brands of baseball. But if you told me it was Fulton Avich, it was Freed, and then it was Soroka, I'll take it. Look, at the end of the day, I'll have to answer if it doesn't work, if Freed or Soroka doesn't come out of the pen and do a good job. Well, you know, that's not what they do for a living. Why would you do that? Well, I'm going to do it because they're, the, they're my best arms. Mm-hmm. It's like the other night, Davey Martinez walks out. Well, he didn't walk out. The pitching coach did. Max Scherzer's on the mound, bases loaded in a 6-1 game. 99 pitches in. Well, I'd rather go to the press conference saying, you know, Max Scherzer gave up a grand slam, but what do you want me to do? It was Max Scherzer. I can do the same thing if I'm the Braves manager. Freed Soroka and it doesn't work, I'm going, and I'm going to ask, what arm was actually more capable or better than the two that I just put out there? 
And the answer is going to be nobody. No I question. I can live with that. No question. It, do you, it's Chase and I have been speculating this. People have been wondering. Freddie Freeman has not had a great series. He's he's had some opportunities that haven't haven't gone his way. He's a great player. Yeah. Is he physically okay, or is, is something bothering no. him? No, look, he was unrecognizable on Monday. I've seen Freddie Freeman with eye problems. I've seen Freddie Freeman with wrist problems. I've never seen that Freddie Freeman the other day. It was a three-punch-out day, but it was worse than that. It felt worse than that. He was flailing. He was looking. He was swinging, swings and misses. Um, yeah, there's got to be something wrong with him, unless there's something we don't know about besides the elbow. And I, I'm not telling you there is or there isn't. But, but that version of him, it makes it harder to win a game. Now, do I still want him in a lineup hitting third? Yes. Is he in a lineup hitting third? Yes. The Marquecas one, by the way, is the interesting one because they still have him hitting fifth today. They moved Dansby. Uh, they didn't actually. They kept him hitting eighth, which was a little bit surprising. Adam Duvall is playing today instead of Matt Joyce. But the Marquecas being dropped down was something I would have considered. Somebody said, what about dropping Freddie? I said, there's a better chance that I get the call out of the bullpen today than Freddie Freeman not hitting third for the brace. And I'll go further than that, that they signed me to a 10-year deal today and have me come out of the bullpen today. So that was never really going to be an issue. Um, I, If I'm guessing, and it's so stupid to do this, but I think it's a Donaldson at-bat that actually swings this game. I, I think he's the guy that's got the one-swing ability today to maybe change this whole thing. Chris Domino is with us, 680 The Fan in Atlanta and the Braves Radio network as well and you brought up adam duvall i thought that was interesting he's been clutch at times during this series and so i was curious if uh brian snit was snitker was going to make a change and put him in yeah i like this move i like that duvall is starting today yeah look part of it is when you see that a guy has the capability and the moment's not too big for him to come up with a pinch hit you'd like an ability to put him anywhere you want to take your shot when you want to but the four ABs over what Matt Joyce hasn't done is, is, is the play right now. You know, it stinks, whether it's Camargo, who didn't have a great year, Charlie Culverson, who did at times. That's the reality of this game. Nobody cries. And by the way, nobody actually has to say, excuse me, I think, thank you. Thank you. I did just right. Thank you. Um, nobody wants to have to say that at the end of the day, you were hurt, therefore. And nobody, by the way, if the Cardinals win and you go, well, you know, the Braves were a little bit depleted, they don't have to answer to that either. It's just part of what it is. You don't, you're not guaranteed anything. You're certainly not guaranteed health. It's a different team, but then you still got to find a way to win. The, the thing that I have, you know, and you just brought up some players that have been key for the Braves on the bench throughout the year, and they're not available, but, you know, Hetero was a, a late addition. Yeah. Uh, Billy Hamilton was another one. You know, Rafael Ortega has been one that, that has uh, come up and played well. I feel like that, that Brian Snitker has a bench that's deep enough, and we've seen it in this series, that in clutch situations, he's got the guys that can uh, can get the hits. Yeah, look, they went with six bench guys, and they took Julio Tehran off. Chris Martin gets hurt. Julio Tehran comes back. So it was a six, six-man six bench. Is it a perfect bench? No. Billy Hamilton, I like the opportunity to use him. What's crazy is, if you think about it, there was a game the other day that everybody that contributed uh, – was a guy who wasn't here last year, and some of them weren't here until parts of the year. You know, and it is interesting. I think Alex Anthopoulos, if there's still such a thing as executive of the year, I think he probably wins it. I can make a case that Snickers should be the manager of the year, although it's hard to go back-to-back on that one. This is not perfect, but I don't need perfect. The Cardinals aren't perfect. The thing that worries me about them is Marcelo Zuna in game one hit a double down the line, and he was such a dog in September. And I swear to God, I looked at everybody I was with, and I said, that's not what we needed. We don't need this guy feeling good about himself. And lo and behold, he's felt really good about himself. Goldschmidt's just a great player. 
Ozuna's a streaky, really good player. And unfortunately, you sort of woke him up. He's emotionally into this thing. And, and think about this. You know, I think we've talked about this before, guys. I'm a big believer in something that doesn't really exist in baseball, but I think it should. Uh, I talked about it for the last couple of years. Plays made, plays not made. They're not errors. They're not what shows up in the E-column. But there was a double play possibility the other day with Toronto on the mound. And Marcelo Zuna beats it out by a half a step. So you still have the man on third base with less than two outs. They win the game in the next at-bat. You've got to make every play that presents itself to you. It's just, it's killer. You got a guy 0-2, you don't put him down, he ends up with a hit. A pitcher gets a hit, uh, you're up 3-0 in a count, you don't find your way to first base. Those are real things. Now, nobody keeps track of them as far as I know, but I think there's probably supposed to be another column that says plays made, plays not made. And, and keep an eye on that today as you're watching it. And see, see who wins that battle and, and see if it doesn't really equate to who moves on and who goes home. Chris, what's been the response in your market to leaving the bases loaded twice and then, you know, in the late innings not be, being able to bring Acuna home? Yeah, terrific. The guy had four hits as your leadoff hitter and didn't score a run. I mean, think <laughs> I about that. That's hard. He had a leadoff triple and a leadoff double and didn't score. Yeah, it's, it's the, oh, God, here we go again. Like, are we actually going to have to play a game five where we know that we have not been good at this stuff in this town? Uh, here's the number, guys. This is the frightening number of the day. Since the Atlanta Braves last won a, a postseason series, 26 other teams in baseball have won at least a wild card game, if not more, in the postseason. Think about that. Ugh. Like, you're not just another guy. You're worse at it than just another guy. So when you see those types of innings, when you see the game end the way it, it did the other day in game four, of course you go back to the, we're going to have to talk about this one. It's another brick in the wall of crap. We're going to figure out which goofy way you're going to lose the game today. Because that game was winnable. And Yanni and Molina had a pass ball. They dropped a pop-up in foul territory. Matt Carpenter butchered a ground ball. They had a ball hit the top of the third base bag. They had Dexter Fowler make a terrible play to get Acuna to third to start an inning. And the one that really calls me that nobody's talking about, Acuna hit a ground rule double that Azuna was laying on his ass. If the ball doesn't go three feet over the wall and it just hits the wall, it's at least a triple, maybe an inside-the-park home run. Now, I'm not telling you that wins you the game. But it's, it's when you look back at the totality of that game, you go, oh, yeah, let's not forget about the ground rule double. That was actually a bad luck moment for the Atlanta Braves. So yeah. many things. I mean, that, that's postseason baseball, it just will drive you insane, insane with that stuff. Gives I'm you just gray the, hair. The outstretched glove of Freddie Freeman just nicks off. I mean, right. the, the broken bat, the, the guy before, so two, two hits that were not well-hit yeah. balls that end up tying 63, the game. 63-mile-per-hour exit velocity is the thing that's sort of being – Hey, look, I thought you were going to lose the game when Nick Markakis is trying to double up a guy, hit a guy in the ass, and he gets a free 90 feet. I said, we're actually going to lose a game on a guy got hit in the ass type moment. So, you know, those are the things that go through your head when you starve to have something go right. Chris, excellent stuff. This is going to be fun. This is why we love baseball. Uh, good luck to the Braves. I, I'm actually I, – I, I just get so wound up when a team I'm following is in a game like this because I know yeah. it's going to be excruciating to watch as a baseball fan just to let it uh, play out. It's very enjoyable. I know it won't well, be like I, that for a lot of Braves fans today. Yeah, I said if I didn't have a vested interest in this, this would be fascinating. It would be a lot of fun. But I do, so it's not. Let me let me ask tonight, because <laughs> I know Nashville's a big Braves town. 4 o'clock this afternoon, your time. Is there a bar mentality for this game? Is there anything like that going on around Nashville? 
Oh, I think so. I, I I can tell you what I'm doing after this show is I'm going to go find a bar and have a beer. And yeah. the, the amount of beers I have depends on how this game goes. Right. And I, I would say, Chris, yeah, it's, it's not it's, like it was in the TBS era when, when so okay, many sure. people right. were yep. watching this team every yep. night. But uh, and I would say there, there's a pretty strong contingency of Cardinals fans that live in our area as well. They're right. probably second to the Braves or third behind the right. Reds when the Reds are good. It's, it's yeah. kind of split there. But uh, so I think a lot of people in our area will be watching for sure. I don't know. I'm sure you guys saw the Manfred thing about the Oakland A's. Well, uh, be prepared because I do think Nashville is next in line. I know Montreal might not want to hear it, but whether it's Tampa or whether it's Oakland or it's somebody else, uh, I do think that your viewership might actually have a little bit of a say. Uh, I, I believe that's a baseball town. I don't know if it's populated enough i don't know if you could actually convince somebody that they should spend money to build their own stadium i don't know about any of that stuff chris but we I got renderings there's a group on. there's a group that's already put <laughs> yeah. renderings together i, I, I could have put renderings up there though i i have I questions know. about well, the tampa, renderings tampa 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 has renderings oakland has renderings so <laughs> right. but I, 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 you, you get the point i do think that you can prove sort of that you know what we do enjoy this sport enough and we're a big enough town to go support it i'm not telling you you can document it and declare it and have it be so but, but I do think there's moments like this when you kind of look at a town that doesn't have baseball right in and you go, I wonder how interested they are in any of this stuff. I, I think Nashville's probably interested enough to have this conversation. I think so. Chris, thanks a lot for, for the time, and okay. uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Have a great one. All right. Chris Domino, 680, the fan, covers the Braves, does an excellent job. That was a good table setting for yeah, what it, is going to be a great I game. I can tell you if the Braves end up losing, I'll probably call his show tomorrow so I can complain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let us know how that goes. I will. All right, when we come back, Tim Hasselbeck will join us. We'll talk some NFL football with him. Stay tuned.